is the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. Hello, friends! Welcome to another weekly edition of the Celebrity Afterlife Report, the only show on the internet that gives you the up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. I'm your host of Celebrity Medium. We have a major new arrival to the next world to tell you about in this report, as well as updates about some of the stories we've been following for a while now. Sit back or lie back. Just assume a comfortable position as we dive into the afterlife gossip of the past few days. Just as the weekend began here on the Earthly Plane, one of the founders of rock and roll, actually some would say the founder of rock and roll, Mr. Chuck Berry, arrived in the next world. Chuck transitioned to his new existence peacefully at age 90. Of course, he, like everybody in the afterlife, now looks as he did at his adult best. In other words, he currently looks like he did in photos of him from the 50s, when he was copying the music charts that you've probably seen at one time or another. Now, unlike a small number of transitioners, like actor Bill Paxton, who arrived in the next world a few weeks ago, Chuck, I'm told, was not the least bit disoriented upon his arrival. Despite the fact that he arrived there with little prior notice, my contacts tell me there was a huge crowd waiting to greet him. He apparently walked out onto the arrival stage full of energy. Although he had no backup band with him, someone handed him an electric guitar and he launched solo into a short set of some of his greatest hits. My sources tell me it went on for about 20 minutes and ended with his novelty song, My Ding-A-Ling. The crowd, it is said, absolutely loved it and chanted for an encore. Chuck laughed and said, oh, I could give you more, but I'd like to leave before you all get tired of me. Let me figure out what's going on around here and I'll book a real show for y'all. Unquote. It was five minutes of cheering and applause before he could get off the stage. And after he did, he was swamped by fans who wanted to greet him, shake his hand, get autographs, pose for pictures, you know, that sort of thing. I think it's safe to predict Chuck Berry will be back on the concert circuit full time in the near future. You may or may not be familiar with the name Jimmy Breslin. He has been described as the last of his breed of hard-nosed, hard-drinking newspaper reporters. A true former street kid, Breslin worked in New York journalism for about a half century, always on the side of the working man. In the 70s, Breslin became news himself when the New York Daily News, his employer at the time, ran a letter to him from the infamous Son of Sam serial killer on its front page. Now, despite the fact that the letter was printed at the request of NYPD detectives, Breslin received a lot of criticism for allegedly using the murders to sell papers. Jimmy once ran for city council alongside mayoral candidate novelist Norman Mailer, and he wrote several books, including The Gang That Couldn't Shoot Straight, which was learned turned into a movie. But Jimmy Breslin arrived in the afterlife over the weekend. 
There was no large crowd on hand to welcome him, but some of my Next World paparazzi contacts were present for his arrival. One of them approached him and asked if he had any questions about his new existence. Breslin answered, yeah, who runs the newspapers around here? The contact informed him that Morley Safer was currently in charge of one of the afterlife's largest circulation papers. Now, Morley, as longtime listeners may remember, took the job over from Walter Cronkite when Uncle Walter decided to retire several months back. Safer, huh? Like I met him years ago, said Breslin. Which way is his office? My contact offered to show him the way, but Jimmy said, thanks, just point me in the right direction. I want to get a feel for this place. And with that, he was off. I will be following up on this story because I have a feeling that Jimmy Breslin may be turning things on their ear in the coming months. Now, I have a couple of more stories before I wrap things up for this week. First, I have gotten word that big things are happening for Edith Tolson, the former director of the FBI when she was known as J. Edgar Hoover. Regular listeners know that Tolson made a big splash when she appeared on The Girls, the daytime TV talk show hosted by Carrie Fisher and her mother, Debbie Reynolds. Now, since that initial appearance, she was offered a regular recurring spot on the show, followed by a chance to star on a courtroom show, which would be in direct head-to-head competition with Tammy's Court, which stars former televangelist Tammy Faye Baker. Now, I don't have the details yet, but the grapevine is saying that there's an even bigger opportunity being dangled in front of Edith. Okay, now with a five-day-a-week show and frequent appearances on another show already on her plate, it's kind of hard to imagine where she's going to find the time for another gig. Will she have to give up one of the shows she's already working on? Well, if she does, the smart money is on her walking away from the girls, as she's only on there, on there like, you know, one week a month, unlike her courtroom show, which is, as I said, a five-day-a-week thing. Things seem to be happening quickly in Edith's world, and I will have the details for you as soon as I get them. All right, now I'm going totally off script for this last story. Yes, normally I do have a script, which you can tell when you hear me trip over my tongue from time to time, but I got this one so late that I didn't even have time to write it down. And I can tell you that, and I mentioned this in the past, that only one of my afterlife sources has given me permission to tell you their name, and that person is Princess Diana. You remember her. All right. She tells me that there are some things happening with the Trump city situation. As of now, these are only rumors. I underline that only rumors. The first is that Fred Trump, who's the father of the current American president, Donald Trump, was the mayor of Trump City. We know that. He was kind of co-running the town with his good buddy, uh, Charles Lindbergh, the famous aviator. Both of them are kind of, you know, white supremacist Nazi types. Okay, they disappeared after the big standoff outside of Trump City when everybody was supposedly locked inside the town, although that turned out not to be true as the doors were unlocked, but nobody had tried them. They just assumed people inside were locked in. Anyway, they disappeared. 
but now people are citing them or thinking they're citing them all over the place. Remember, like, when that happened with Elvis? People were seeing Elvis all over the place. I know that uh, Fred Trump has supposedly been seen in a coffee shop. He's been cited walking down the sidewalk wearing sunglasses. You know, just all over the afterlife. So there's that. Although we have no confirmation, and I must underline that, that any of those sightings really involve Fred Trump. Okay, there's a part two to this. Part two is that there is a very persistent rumor. This is it, it gets it gets so strange sometimes. The rumor is that actress singer Judy Garland, as you'll recall, she was the one who originally was behind the construction of the town before it was called Trump City. It was her idea to have an all-female community, and Fred Trump kind of scammed her out of the uh, blueprints for the town. He took the whole thing away from her and turned it into a whites-only community, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the rumor is that Garland really, really wants to get the town back and get it back on track to what she originally uh, wanted it to be, and that she currently has plans for that since nobody's running the joint now, and that she is supposedly lining up her radical feminist friends to just basically move in and take the place over. Now, I underline again, this is just a rumor, but it's very persistent, and it's coming from people who know Judy Garland, so it looks that's how things are headed right now. And I got, as I said, I got this just before I recorded the show. I didn't have time to get any more information than that. I will in the future. I'll get back to you probably next week with more about it. So that's what we know for now. All right, that kicks it in the head. I'll be back next week with another edition of the Celebrity Afterlife Report, and I hope you'll join me then. Between now and then, would you please spread the word that the report is found for free on iTunes in the Google Play Store. And on Cape Chunk Radio, AM 1630 in Los Angeles. I would appreciate that. And oh, please like this video on YouTube and subscribe to my channel. It really helps. I am the Celebrity Medium. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-3732.